Hello, 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 and welcome to the NOMT podcast, a group of women who met on an app called TikTok, women who were collaborating together and doing a podcast together. The intention of this podcast is to be the friend parent to women they didn't have when they were growing up, helping women to heal the little girl inside them to be a better woman and lead a divine, fulfilled life. Today's podcast is Feelings versus Logic. It's important to understand the two because each person in this world believes in their own perspective. If I go into a restaurant at peak hours and it's empty, I get the feeling it's not a very good one. Or at night, we lock the front door because it seems logical due to crime. Is one way to discern better than the other? The Onion cast gives their perspective on the subjects of feelings versus logic. Introducing Coach Kitty, TikTok influencer and life motivator, Mel the podcaster from the Past Level 50 podcast and TikTok influencer, Kitty Rebellion, co-host of The Onion, TikTok influencer and diet abolitionist, and me, Edith Ivy Rosenblatt, producer, writer, editor, and host. Thank you for listening to the NOMT podcast. I'm here. I'm here. Meow. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here, Meow. <laughs> Oh, and Mel, the podcast, how wonderful. What about that Coach Kitty? She's running laps before she gets there. <laughs> wow. I don't think I she ever stops her. moving. She does right? stop. <laughs> yeah, girl. I, did Ooh. you see that video of her mowing her lawn? Yes. Gosh. I thought that was adorable. <laughs> she's mowing lawn. She's walking dogs. She's working out. She's making food. Like, I'm just like. Mm-hmm. And she made her husband dance too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's adorable. He's pretty hot. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're talking about you, girl. We're talking You're about you. Your hot husband. What? He's adorable. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and you, Coach, dang, you're always on the move, girl. Always, we love it. You're inspiring. Tan, makeup done, hair clothed. The two of you, I feel like a. I don't know. I look at you and Mel, and I go, I could do better. <laughs> no, I could do better. We get to be whatever we want. We don't have. There's just days you don't want to. You know. Oh. <laughs> Trust me. This morning was something else. I had spin bike at three something this morning. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. That, I, I don't know I don't want a tight little behind for anybody I just, <laughs> I just tell you I like my behind the way it is I don't criticize it I don't talk bad to it but you get a man or somebody in the mix and they look at your butt and it's not up to par then they make you work harder <laughs> yeah no 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 oh my goodness so what were you guys checking out the, the dancing video the yeah. other day 
is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, he, he thinks I'm nuts, but that's okay. He joins right in. <laughs> I think, yeah. You know what? They enjoy that little bit of nutty, kind of spicy that you bring to the table or that they wouldn't be there. Right? Keeping them on their toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I so think went to dance, though. It is Pardon a me? dance. He won't, my husband won't dance. He'll, he'll maybe take pictures and watch and smile, but he, he'll like, no, no, I won't dance. Is he shy, maybe? I don't, well, he's, um, yeah, he's shy about dancing and he says that his hips don't move. I'm like, he's from San Antonio, so his hips got him. <laughs> yeah, you know, know what? <laughs> you, you move the hips so when the older you get, your your legs i'll tell you this happens people's legs fuse together (gasps) they sure do without anything he won't dance you know what together yeah (laughs) you want to be able to get to your backside through your front side right when you're older (laughs) you want to be able to see what's going on in the back so in order to do that though you got to move your hips (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, (laughs) oh my goodness that was good i mean really as women older women like we get it now we get it how many of us ignored everything that middle-aged and older people told us ah you don't know (laughs) right you're right i have to go back and tell them you were right they're (laughs) like yeah I know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the plural noun feelings, an emotional state or reaction, a feeling of joy, a belief, especially a vague or irrational one. He had the feeling that he was being watched. It can go either way, though. Feelings can go either way. And sometimes people call it intuition, right? I've been there. I've been there before. Whatever I'm going through right now, I feel like I've been here before, right? And then logic is um, a reasoning conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. Experience is a better guide to this than deductive logic. A system or set of principles underlying the arrangements of elements in a computer or electronic device so as to perform a specific task. So I wanted to do a deep dive on this because you have people, empathic people who run solely on feelings. And then you have narcissistic people who believe in the black and white or logistics of things. So, um, who wants to start? Ooh, I will. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to start off with, we're talking about feelings versus logic. And as an older woman now, when somebody lies to me, when I was younger, I would feel like somebody was lying to me but I would dismiss it or ignore it because people don't lie to me. No, all people are good. You know, they want the best for me. So that was my feeling. And so it caused a lot of friction because the truth and the lie cannot, um, they can't live together in harmony. Right. Right. So now as I'm older, um, logic dictates if this person is known to be a liar, if they've lied to me, Like I question everything about them. 
And sometimes mm-hmm. I get to that point where I don't even listen anymore because everything that comes out of their mouth is a lie. So my feelings before would be, oh, you know, they have no reason to lie to me. Why would they do that? I'm so nice to them. You know, this and that. And the other thing, those feelings, that's right. all I ever understood. And now the logic as I'm older has come in, but, and I'm, so I'm more proactive versus reactive. I would be reactive with the feelings I'm proactive with the logic when right. somebody's talking to me. So does anybody have an example or, or does this resonate with you as we're older? Does this make sense? I think that's like when meeting someone, you know, um, when you meet someone, it's like, I worry when people are super nice, like from the get go my brain starts thinking, wait, what does this person want? And why are they being so nice? They don't even know me. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So I feel that I protect myself, um, from people who, who, um, who want to do that. And, um, sometimes I'm right. Right. Are you, are you talking about the experiences that added up to, where you are today like because people were nice to you and failed you now you question it um i was told by a great grandparent <laughs> it was my great grandmother who who also you know who remember the money thing uh from the last episode she's the one who who said be careful when people are being really nice to you before they even know you and i wondered about that and you know in school you know, usually it's because they want what you have, you know, as a little kid, you know, like whatever toy or candy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But as I got older, I still had that mentality. I was like, um, cautious. And, and you, you know, I guess that was using the logic, um, to protect myself, but I'm not really that way, um, with people. It's just, but it's in the back of my head. And, and I've been, I've been, I've been okay with that. And, and I'm, I'm not uh, mean or anything. I'm just, you know, like you said, when you know someone's lying to you, you're still, mm, I feel that too. Mm-hmm. I, I can actually give you an example of really kind of a combination of the two of what, what you're saying. So you're talking about toxic positivity and then um, Kitty is talking about my feelings, nobody's going to be tried. Nobody's going to try to use you or be mean to you. You're a nice person. Why would anybody do that? And then you learn the hard, I learned the hard way that there are people who will take you for everything you have before you even know it. So my feelings versus logic. Right. That was your logic, right? Mm -hmm. Which was based on your feelings. So that's the point I'm trying to get to is so when if you look back when the people you love are mean to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like you associate that with love. Oh, for the longest so, time. Yeah. Right. Right. So when you go out into the world, you're like, what, what the hell's wrong with you? You're supposed to be yelling and screaming at me. Those men I was never attracted to because my parents related to me by yelling and screaming. Did they love me? Yes. 
but children made them insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was, it, it's a real test of patience because here you are as an adult and you're more aware and you, you're out in the world and you're facilitating your problems. And then here's this little person. <laughs> this little person is going to test you. They're going to do whatever they want. They're going to go whatever, wherever they want. They're going to say whatever they want because you got to train them right? You got to teach them. Mm -hmm. They're like little sponges. So that's what I associate, you know, when you, when I have a feeling about someone, it comes from when I was a kid and how my parents related, related to me. And it wasn't until my mom passed away and, you know, my family left where I realized no one's just, no one's reacting to me that way anymore. I like how you said uh, trained and teach because mm -hmm. I, I can say that I was I was trained as a child. I was not taught as a child. That's that you you put that beautifully. Trained versus taught. Right. And I was trained. I was not taught. And I'm curious. I'm curious if Coach is if things are going through your mind right now that are bubbling up to the surface that you want to share. Are you, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know the, I'm listening to everybody here and I'm, I'm not really sure if this is it. When you had talked about, you know, why do people, you know, lie to you? Are they lying to you to tell you things that you think you want to hear? Right. Or, you know, are they going to tell you the truth? Um, I guess for me is I get caught in my feelings, you know, when I'm trying to, you know, help someone when they come and ask me for help. Mm -hmm. you know, um, no matter what it is. And then it's like, why did you come to me? You know, you're only telling me, you know, that you're doing A, B, C, and D, but you're really not. And I can see you're not doing, you know, A, B, C, and D, but you're telling me that you are. I don't know if, if they're lying to me, if they're playing me for being, I don't want to say stupid, but like, I'm not smart. And well, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, coach. No, that's okay. It's kind of like, um, you know, someone came and asked me for, you know, help. And I said, you know, why don't we try this and this and this? And they're like, okay. And they're telling me that they're doing everything and they're not. And I can see they're not, but it's like, I get caught in my feelings. It's like, why are you doing this to me? I'm taking this time to help you, you know, and give you ideas and, you know, coaching you and mentoring you and you know trying to inspire and motivate you and you're not doing this why are you trying to hurt my feelings and just telling me things I want to hear instead of being truthful with me and saying coach this isn't helping me yeah right. you know I'd I rather you be truthful with me and not make me feel like I'm not doing what I'm you know should be doing or whatever and um, that's, you know, that's kind of what I'm getting out of it. I'm, I'm feeling this why I'm hearing you, you know, hearing you ladies talk. Um, but that's good, though. So yeah. you had this feeling, right? And it's yeah. one that you, you've experienced before. And so you're putting the questions together, which is so important. Asking yourself these questions, like, okay, is this real or is this something that I'm conjuring, I'm brewing up from childhood trauma? What is this that I'm I, going but, through? 
What I hear, um, Coach, when you say that, I heard you say it twice. You said, why are they doing this to me? Why are they lying to me? Right. These people that ask for help are not lying to you, and they're not doing this to you. Right. Lies that they tell themselves to even... I feel that this, I, I, I've seen it too. They lie to themselves to, to feel better. Like, yeah, this is your advice, but I've done that. And they, they feel better that they've, um, that you're not going to judge them. I think we're all afraid of judgment. Right. And, and so we, we take it. I know I'm, I'm just like you with that. I take it personally if someone does it uh-huh. and it's really, it's not us that, that this, um, is coming from it's coming from them right okay yeah so if i could elaborate on that mel um so here we are we're these divine individual people and we have these beautiful ideas and and we get hoodwinked sometimes (laughs) right we get love bombed we get tested and those are those are the people like mel said they're they're absolutely believing everything that they're telling you. They really, really are. Mm-hmm. So when they look you in the face and they're saying that to you, but their actions don't match their words. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's when you say to yourself, okay, you're not for me because you're not speaking my language. My language now is one of truth. And I'm brutally honest with myself and I ask myself the questions. And if I need to get ahead of the problem, then I've asked myself the questions and I do the action that makes the problem go away. You know, you had just said, you know, being brutally honest, you know, I had a conversation with um, someone the other day and they, they kept going back to what we had talked about before and changing stuff and changing what we had talked about. And I said, you know, I have to be honest with you. And another friend just kind of walked away. They're like, okay, here she goes. (laughs) And I said, you know, I have to be honest with you. And they kind of then all of a sudden just changed the subject on me. I says, okay. I said, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to step back. I'm leaving this alone. And I'm just, I just have to stop because, you know, then you start investing your feelings and your time into it and, and right. they don't, they don't seem to be reciprocating that. And it's like, okay, well, I don't care what you say now. I'm just going to still do whatever I want to do. So I just leave it alone. They think they know best and, and they seek advice, but they don't want to hear it. If it's, right. worth, you know, yeah. you have someone, oh my gosh, how did you lose weight? Uh, diet and exercise. And it's like, oh, okay. never mind. They want, they want <laughs> right. the you know, right. and, and if it includes like, you know, like coach, what you tell them, you need to do A, B and C and, you know, start walking or whatever advice you give right. them as far as working out or, or uh, life changing. No, they want it quick. And, you know, just how we are, we want instant results and that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Well, and the lie gets perpetuated, right? They want you to be a part of their dream instead of your dream becomes actualized and realized by them and then embraced by them. Does that make mm-hmm. any sense? That mm-hmm. does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whose story do you want to write? You want to write their story? Or you want to write yours? <laughs> want to write mine. <laughs> I, that's what I figured. 
you know, you have to close that book and just go away. And, and I've done that in, in, uh, relationships and friendships and even in work mm-hmm. environment. And I've, I've had to just step away. Um, sometimes with relatives, it's, it's difficult, but, uh, I've, I've done it. I've, you know, you, it's a distance, uh, of time, you know, uh, with relatives, but, um, there are friends that, uh, you know, I've, I've stepped away and they don't even notice. It's like, right. Oh, okay what the hell (laughs) and then months and we don't talk and it's like okay so that that tells me that they didn't really need me in their um in their story but um, Mm -hmm. at that time they did and that's where that quickness to become friends comes into play for me families families coach (laughs) That they, that, well, they, they do, you know, I have, I have to tell you ladies this, I have a checklist and I go through it every morning and check, you know, who, you know, I'm going to call so-and-so because I haven't heard from them or just to check in on to see how they're doing. And then I sit back and I said, well, you know, they haven't really checked on me, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, so do I keep them on the list or do I, you know, that's, you know, if I take now, take them off the list they obviously didn't contact me anymore. Right. So, yeah. you know, that's, you know, check this one off. Cause that could be another call that I could be making to somebody to check on them and maybe miss it. Mm. So I can say, you know, you know, mind seeing people out and, and removing them right. you know, for myself, for my own sanity. And we have to do that ourselves because they're not going to remove themselves. They're going to be there when we do check on them. They'll be like, yeah, I'm Okay. And, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to be the one that'll say, you know, to be brutally honest and say, uh, you know what, this isn't working for me. I'm going to go a different route. And that, that does take a lot of courage to step up and do that. But we, I know I've done that, but there's people that I've dealt with that would rather, you know, let me just go on and on and on for, you know, 10, 15 minutes before. You know, and they won't, they won't update me on their journey. Right. That relationship of, of each person giving of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked how, how coach was talking about the, the, the checklist, the feeling and the logic. Well, this person hasn't checked on here. I am giving my time and my mm-hmm. effort. Exactly. And, and right. Mel is saying the same thing. Here's my time here. Here's my effort because I care about you. Um, but you never hear from them to check on, you know, it's always the women that are strong. They think that we don't need <laughs> yeah. to check up on us. Oh, they're fine. And the logic. So there's the feeling right here. I am doing this for you. And then the logic goes, you know, you don't, you wouldn't give two seconds to mine. And I can see where there would be a struggle with, do I continue to give that time and that effort? And I think that's when you stop is when you ask yourself yes. that question. Then it's like, okay, now I'm going to leave it up to them to check on me. And it's not a tit for tat. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a, I don't care about you. I care about me. Right. And a relationship goes both ways. So that was a great example of the feeling versus the logic. And sometimes oh, as yeah. women as caregivers, right. We 
are constantly caring and my, my son calls me my younger son calls me the sheepdog i'm constantly running around trying to make sure everybody's okay like that's my With job a barrel around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> need a drink need yeah a- what do you need what do you what do you mom's here what do you need hey i'm your friend what do you need i'm your family you know and it's exhausting and that scaling back of i've checked on you a thousand times in the last year i haven't gotten one call from you to say, hey, how are you today? You know, reciprocity, <laughs> so like, right? Like Coach said, you know, it, it, it's it's. Um, it, I can give that time to someone else that does want it, yes, and yeah. will reciprocate. Because as human beings, that's what we want is that communication, that relationship with people that we resonate with. And it's kind of tough sometimes when you realize they don't resonate with you, you know? Right. <laughs> I finally realized that they're, <laughs> here's the thing with a lot of people, you look at the intention, right? You look at the intention with how they're, they're relating to you. Do they need anything from you? Right. Mm-hmm. Do they need attention from you? Are they needy? Right. Those are questions I used to ask myself. Why am I needy? Why am I, why do I always have to be the first one to raise my hand in a classroom? Because I'll tell you at 53 years old, if you're still doing that shit, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you're still, you're in la la land, Mm -hmm. you know? So thank God for my feelings because I, a lot of people act the same. I have a, Oh, no, go ahead. No, I, I have a friend who is so strong. Okay. We were in yoga together. She is one of the strongest women I know. But we were at a training once and she had, uh, she revealed to me something that uh, she felt a weakness that was, um, that she was dealing with. And we talked about it, but I, I, I never, I never forgot it. But now she and I were really close friends. And like, I questioned it. I questioned our relationship because we don't keep in touch. But what I did know, and I did learn from, um, from what she's doing, like what I see on Instagram, she has found this part of her that needed um, discovery. And she's traveled. And, and instead of thinking, oh my gosh, why is she ignoring me? No. From afar, I've embraced what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And and so that's the summary that I've made for her right now. And I think that later on, when she has time or when she does have the space for uh, our friendship again, which we, we still have a friendship, but I just feel that right now her... Um, her journey's it, taking and, a different direction. Yes, everything that she intends that, that her intentions are are personal, and she's and I and from what I know from years ago, all of this relates to that um, weakness that she had shared with me. Mm. I am like admiring her from afar, mm-hmm. while I do miss her. Um, I, I I don't want to intrude to be included and I'll just yeah okay that makes total sense yeah Yeah. 
having an expectation of her that she can't fulfill because she's working out her own stuff. She's writing her own story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that you're so gracious and loving about it. And that you'll, I'll be here when you get back. You know, <laughs> she know I think she knows this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't ever want her to think that she has to keep in touch with me because um, I know what she's doing. And I, I just, I'm just, I'm the cheerleader way back here, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, go do your thing. And, and I know that we'll be back. Like, and when we do talk, it'll be like, no time has passed. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll be like nothing. Mm-hmm. Totally understand that. That's be- That's beautiful, Mel. That really, that really mm-hmm. is. You explained that very well. That was beautiful. You're giving her what she needs. And she does need that. Yeah. Well, like yeah. me, I had to, I had to revisit my childhood, right? So my childhood didn't have a lot of toys. We didn't have a lot of money. And anybody who's with me now or is my friend has to deal with a 53 year old woman with stuffed animals and toys all in her living room. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm having a feeling right now and it's like, I need toys and lots of projects and hanging out with my friends. Yeah. There was a, a teacher that I used to teach with in, in, um, 1991 oh my gosh and she was like in her 50s then so you know I don't think she's with us anymore but she talked about that when she was young she didn't have toys that she and her her brothers used to make toys with sticks and rocks and whatever they could find and they would make you know whatever they could from it and that she always talked about dolls that she didn't have dolls and so instead of, you know, how we get coffee mugs, teachers uh, get coffee mugs a lot as gifts, people would give her dolls. Aww. And they, she had this doll collection and it was, you know, and she would give dolls away to children. And I mean, she was just, you know, so caring. But that was like you, um, that she she had this collection just like you with your stuffed animals and so yeah you're not alone no. we all think we're weird and that we're alone we're not it's just mm-hmm. you know we just don't know about it you know you talked about stuffed animals i have to tell you this i had a volkswagen beetle bug that was the best thing in the world and i had um hello kitties all inside the car love it <laughs> they were in the seatbelt. They, you know, they had seatbelts. The whole back seat was, and everybody got in. I'm like, you can't get in the back because they're not moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll take the one out of the front seat, but you know, nobody's getting in the back because that's their seat. Those are my stuffed animals, and that's where they're. Going. I love you. Oh my god. Oh my coach. Uh, I have I have a moose and a yeti in my jeep and i have three stuffed animals on my nightstand mm-hmm. i love it i'm 53 and i'm riding around in my jeep with because her name is yeti so i got the little yeti stuffed uh-huh. animal and then mick the moose um, i got and they're buddies and they actually sit in the back seat with the seat belt on those are my buddies they go with me everywhere 
And I've always loved stuffed animals. And I, you, I would think people would make fun of me when they get in my Jeep. They don't say a word. <laughs> they don't say one. I think they know. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? That's like, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and with Mel's, um, your teacher friend, I think that's so admirable that as a grown woman in her 50s, she told people what she needed. She may have been kind of, you know, a roundabout. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't have dolls. Right. But that's how you know somebody's listening. Yes. And I'll tell you, I was a horrible listener. Horrible. And it's been thanks to my partner that I'm understanding listening to people. Because people are going to tell you what their needs are all the time. A lot. And I love how she repeats herself with that because that keeps me on the straight and narrow of, um, you know, the feelings. This was then, but this is now. Right. Yeah. Thank you for so, that. You, man, you guys are giving some awesome examples. About it's this. pretty interesting, <laughs> it's right? Fantastic. I, I, um, with the feeling thing and being a child, and I just feel like when I was little, I, I didn't learn as fast as everybody else, but I did learn. And when I did, it was, it was to such an extent that my feelings are so in tune that I can see when somebody is completely acting. Mm. Oh yeah. It, I mean, I know so much that it's a little frightening. I'll give you an example. So last night I, for some reason I kept getting canceled. I'd show up to a case to take over cause I'm a contract nurse And they'd say, oh, you're canceled. So they'd give me time and travel and I would go to the next stop. So the next stop, they literally, I don't even know why they ordered a nurse in the first place. Right. So I'm there and there's this gentleman. He's a a fellow nurse. Anyway, the way he looked at me, it looked like he was smearing peanut butter all over my body with his eyes. Oh, I mean, I was like, you, dude, you are so obvious right now. Like, you're not even trying to hide it (sighs) that you're making a move on me. Right. But I'm going to play dumb. So I, you know, one of my patients, I was there, I was working on some IV stuff and well, he just kind of followed me around the whole place. Still obvious sitting there waiting for me to get off the phone with the doctor, et cetera, et cetera. And then we just, you know. I don't know, something happened. Like they had literally had no work for me. So I was like, I'm going to talk to this guy, right? Just mess with him a little bit. So I sit down and we just start talking. And he has no idea that he is just completely telling on his misogynistic self, right? Wow. He thinks he's just being so suave and so charismatic and just, I'm a victim and blah, 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 blah telling me about his wife and how she's an alcoholic and look there's two sides to every story even in my the relationship with my husband I don't blame him entirely I'm very triggering okay I'll be honest (laughs) anyway (laughs) so you know he's sitting there and he's telling me all this stuff and and then I get ready to leave because the patient who needed the IV she was set So I was like, there's just nothing here for me to do. I'm going to leave. 
And um, I'm walking out the door and I'm looking at my phone because I have the code and he's running up to me and he's like, oh, do you have the code? No, here. He puts the code in, you know, lets me out the front door, everything, chivalry, blah, blah, blah. And I think he asked me for my number, right? So yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's just see where this goes. So I, I gave him my number and I left and I'm I'm listening to Mel's podcast on the way home. La 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 la. la. Uh, ne- next level fifty or level fifty? Past level. Past 50. level fifty. Okay, mm-hmm. you got to check that out. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving home, and Bing, <laughs> we start getting these texts. Hey, it's Chris. I thought oh the guy's name was Paul. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking I was talking to. Anyway, this mindset is nothing like it used to be 10, 20, 30 years ago. It was one where, God, I hope he calls me. God, oh my God, I want to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. The language in my head right now was, I just forgot the guy. You know, when I left the parking lot, I was like, I was good. And um, so I get home and we message each other. And I'm just like, dude, I know what you're doing. Like, I know he's just trying to get me to show him how desperate for conversation I am. Yeah. So like five things in the conversation, I just disappear. Ghosted (laughs) him. Do us girl. It's like, peace out. Word to your mother. I'm going to go work on the podcast. That's more fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're, you're feeling versus logic. You're, I, I know I think we've all been through this. Your feeling of, is he flirting with me? You know, oh, that couldn't be, you know, he's married. He's, you know, all the feelings of, I don't know, maybe he is. And then the logic as we're older goes, this motherfucker right here is trying to get into my pants. Like no question. The feeling versus the logic. And then they Mm -hmm. ask a question that is in our, to me, I've, I've had this is they'll, ask a question that's a stupid question <laughs> right you know like you know want me to stand here and talk about this and it's like mm. I, i've done that it's like i remember one time a question was asked it's like what do you think about this and i looked and i was like are you kidding and i, I was a teacher uh-huh. <laughs> and I, my answer was um I have no opinion about that and and i walked away and that was my exit because it was that question it didn't match it didn't match to, yeah and also they knew the answer right you know they just wanted me just to blah 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 stay talking it's like no i'm not i'm not playing i don't have time to play it, it's weird he learned that from another man i promise you mm-hmm. of and- how to do that these men te- little boys teaching other little boys how to get with women and I've made a conscious decision to help men be men because the ones they're hanging out with useless. Yeah. So, but I get what you're saying. You're looking at them like, did you really just ask me that? Do I look stupid to you? Like, yeah, no, totally get that Mel. I hey, totally, coach, do you have an right, example? Coach. Well, I'm, I'm listening to Kitty here and I, I think you had did a TikTok on that. Um, I don't know, maybe a few days ago about men teaching men. Oh, you're not going to believe 
in the last couple of days, how many men have reached out to me to say, thank you. Thank you. So my TikToks might go in a little different direction, not completely, but it's right. just another avenue of teaching men how to be men. And, and they're, cause they're struggling right now. Their feelings yes. about women, yeah. like, like yeah. if they have the 15 year old boy uh, mindset and they're now in their fifties with the right. same mindset, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So now the logic of helping these men veer off from that 15 year old boy that like you've been this 15 year old boy for how long it's not working you know right because <laughs> so, women involved yeah oh big time and then they and then they have the nerve to blame you, you know? <laughs> right it's your fault that men can't get with women no that would be your fault <laughs> you whoa, whoa 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 <laughs> <laughs> well my new saying is okay you know, we were, we were just talking here about, you know, men, like she was saying about the, the man trying to flirt and everything. And I'm going to go back to um, the person that was trying to play me as I was stupid. And so I just listened to them on, on what their new logic is for everything. And they want me to talk back to them. Mm-hmm. And my thing now is just saying, okay, right. that's what you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, not not totally brushing them off, but if you think you know you have it, okay, you do right. what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give you, you know, uh, any more of the conversation that there is. It's just going to be like, okay, it doesn't match your story. It's an energy suck, and you right. don't want to entertain it, right? No, or they'll even argue. They'll want to argue. Yes, and it's like. I have no opinion about that is always my go-to. <laughs> That's, you know what? I like that one. I might have to change my okay to, I don't have an opinion about that. But it's, it's Look, okay with me. If it's okay with you, it's okay with me. Right. I think that's the healthy way to be though. I mean, that is, look, that's their reality. Who are we to, you know, mm-hmm. if you're, if your mind is already open, that's, that's what this podcast is about is being the friend parent to women they didn't have when they were kids like so if they're looking for an answer like why do I keep dating the same kind of guy well you know we can help Mm -hmm. that pattern (laughs) you gotta you gotta break up that pattern girl (laughs) right exactly you know I have a friend you know that's going through something now And, you know, when you call, like I tell her all the time, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. This, you're asking me, I'm going to tell you. And, you know, half the time it's not, you know, it's my opinion. Doesn't mean it's right or it's wrong. But if you call, I'm going to just tell you like it is. This is me personally, what I would do. You can take it or you can leave it. But, you know, don't give me a call next week with the same exact thing. Because then I'm going to tell you, okay. Peace out. Word to your mother. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and people should right. know you're going to, you're going to get the authentic coach. If you yeah. call me and I'm telling you, coach is telling you to your face, I'm going to be blunt about this. Yeah. And, and I love that. You're not wasting their time. You're not wasting your time. If you want it, here it is. I mean, you're being the friend parent by not coddling them. There's a time for that. There's a time right. for that. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking me a question on how to get out of something, 
I'm not going to do you any favors by, you know, kissing your ass. Correct. So I, I love where coaches with that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. And Mel, and Mel, I love how you, you know, this is, I don't have an opinion on that. And that you step away gracefully to, to, to not just to yourself, but to the other person. Cause mm-hmm. I'm sure you're smart enough that you could put them in their place and they wouldn't even know it. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're, being, you're being so graceful, yeah. Mel. Yeah. Graceful. Yeah. I, I love, I love the dynamics of the women in this, in this group right here. Uh, because I'm learning from coach and I'm also learning from Edith. I'm learning from Mel. I was thinking the same thing, Kitty. That is what I need. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think all women who are open are going to gravitate and resonate with what we're saying. There are some women that you just, you can't talk. There's, there's nothing you could say. And like coach was talking about, you know, you get to people who are so resistant and you know it, you feel it, you see it, you hear it. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm done right here. Mm-hmm. we're done <laughs> i'm not trying to get a blood from a turnip lady <laughs> <laughs> right you know i mean i mean how much longer can you know i talk to you and and you ask me and i can talk to you you know until i'm blue in the face and then you still just come back with well i'm gonna do it my way okay yeah. and Which that's when you learn fine, right 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 no 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 harm no foul you go do it your way but I can't be with you because it's a life suck. (laughs) Those those are the women that, and there's not not just women, but people who are looking to seek that validation that you feel and you agree with them. So they'll keep asking every person until they get the Mm -hmm. answer that they want. Those are holes. Those are called ask holes. Ask. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that are called ask hole. I've said that before. Emotional vampires and time thieves. Oh, could you imagine? Look, you're you're an asshole. Like in your mind, you're saying that as they're talking to you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna carry that now, Mel. Oh. Ask Mel's talked about you. You're oh, you're asshole. the asshole she was <laughs> talking about. <laughs> that is perfect. I like I tell you, tell ladies, you ladies go with me all day sometimes. It's like, wow, didn't she just say that? Wow, <laughs> and that's from being a teacher. You know, you it's always I feel like this is a team meeting of teachers on the same grade level. We always had meetings. Ah. And, you know, it was led by one, you know, there you go. Led mm-hmm. by one and, and then guided to what you know what we're doing what we're talking about so I feel this is like bringing that memory back and you just can't always be talking because I have worked with teachers that everything is yes and 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 I have a question and I and it's like can you just let this meeting go so (laughs) I try to bring that here so I'll be quiet <laughs> oh, you know what's so funny? We each have a different perspective of how the this show is running. For me, I feel like it's the Hall of Justice. You know, we're a bunch of super superheroes sitting around a table saying, "How can we get rid of misogyny? How can we get rid of codependency? How can we get rid of diet norms?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. And so you look at it like a bunch of teachers sitting around a table. How about you, Kitty? Coach? I, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Coach. Oh, that's okay. You know, I, I look at it as, you know, we're four friends. We never met. 
we see each other, you know, on, on TikTok or on YouTube or wherever in, we're getting together, you know, making each other stronger, mm-hmm. you know, and that we can all talk about something and still have different opinions mm-hmm. and different, you know, we have different lives, but we're still coming together. Right. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And to speak freely without judgment, that right. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Rebellion, you, I look at it as the four of us being in a gym and I don't (laughs) want it to just be physical because to me, the gym is more than physical. It's Mm -hmm. also working on my mental and emotional state as well. So isn't that interesting? Mel looks at it as a classroom. Edith, you look at it as the halls of justice (laughs) and coach, you look at it as like an open forum where we all get to just get together and talk about things. And I think of it as, yeah, as, and I think of it as a gym, as four women with experience, the, the wisdom, the emotional, the mental, the physical, all bringing it, all of it, all of it to the arena. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. And you, if you listen to an episode, if you listen to our last episode in the car, uh-huh. as you're driving, it feels like your car is full of women. I <gasps> love it. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I get that. I was I listened to it last night because I, w- I was trying to prime myself for editing this morning. And I was I was like, damn, girl, you are good with the editing. I was just like this is good stuff right here. Mm -hmm. Just everything, everything we talked about, the dynamic, the chemistry, the, like you guys were saying, free of judgment. I get off the phone. I don't think twice about what anybody said, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh, she shouldn't have. I don't do that. Mm -mm. Uh I want you to be you. I don't sit over here and think about how I can keep you from being you. (laughs) I mean, why and why even invite someone if you're going to be doing that? So exactly. Right. Right. Sh- shutting them down. Every, yeah. Every yeah. moment. Because with teachers, it's like, you know, let's say you're a group of six. <clears throat> uh, they're not listening, but <laughs> <laughs> six. And there's one. We had an episode where you, we you, invited you know. these one is a dear friend I love her I traveled to Turks and Caicos with her the other one was a friend of hers who she doesn't make excuses for and she was drunk and I and I think Kitty was new it was like the second episode right and this lady was drunk and she was I was talking about nursing, how I wanted to be a full-time podcaster. I'm really working towards that goal. I, that's what I want to do is bring women together, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, if you don't do the nursing, who's going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't know, some crazy person, <laughs> not oh, me. <laughs> and she was like, she got upset. She's like, well, what about the plumbers? What about all these people? If they, right? A rational person would say, well, then you better start learning some shit, girl. Right? Go right. To learn your goals. own plumbing. Learn your, that's what do you think I'm doing here? Right? Was she house. a lot older than you? Huh? Was she a lot older than you? No, I think okay. she was younger. Oh, wow. Like 44 hmm. something. Mm-hmm. That's 10 years younger than me almost. 
Wow. Cause I have an, an uncle who did that to me when I decided to stay home uh, to take care of my children instead of teaching. He's like, what, what a waste of an education. Who's going to be the teacher who I'm like, I looked at him like, who cares? It's not going to be taking care of my children. Yeah. That same attitude from a man. It's from oh. Fox news girl. I'm telling you right now that those two knew each other through Fox news. <laughs> <laughs> you helped me with that, with that podcast though, even though it, got, it went off the rails. Yeah. Cause you were like, Kitty's not talking. Cause everybody knows. <laughs> right. I knew what was up. <laughs> Kitty was just bubbling and cooking. And I was like, Ooh, girl's going to go off. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't my place to be like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Right. <laughs> and right. it taught, it taught me, it taught, it taught me there was still some work that I needed to do um, in order to help others. And she, I was just blown away at how she tried to take over and talk over you. And so I'm just sitting back in the Jeep looking, I'm, I'm just like staring off into space. Like, is this really, am I supposed to say like all these things were swirling <laughs> around in my head? What am I supposed to do? And now uh, I'm telling you, if anybody ever did that again, oh, hell no. You don't get to do that. Right. Wow. It was quite an eye opener of work that I still needed to do when it came to um, coming. And I'm not saying I was coming. I'd be coming to your defense. You're a grown woman. You handle your business. (laughs) But (laughs) keep talking, Kitty. I'll tell them what I'll tell the girls what I did to her. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was waiting to hear this part. Yeah, but never again. It wasn't my place. And now I'm like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to Beautiful. other women, uh-uh. Yeah. No more. So, Go ahead, girl. So what I did was, <laughs> so it, I was like, I love Kitty. I don't care about this lady. Click. I just, I <laughs> I just was I just hung up yeah that's- and I just called back the people I wanted to call back and that was Princess Aaron and Kitty <laughs> and I I was and I edited that part out too I was like oh yeah <laughs> wow. oh I I I told Kitty I oh I knew what was going on in your head <laughs> the listeners were going to know they were going to feel it too and as listeners of podcasts you know they it's like hello do you not hear this woman yeah get her off get her off the show <laughs> exactly <laughs> yelling at you in the <laughs> out into the air no you're well, i love how you left her in the dust you're like yeah, mm. was anything else said after that later on no oh oh did my friend like yeah. no she didn't even bring it up and then i said um I just want to tell you what I did because I love you and I want to be transparent with you and I don't want to be a jerk. And she said, what'd you do? And I said, well, remember that night, the other night when you were on the podcast and she said, barely. (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny. And then I said, okay, well, I hung up on purpose. (laughs) And she said, oh my God. Edith, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. She doesn't care. So, I, and my closing statement is: Don't abandon the little girl. Don't abandon those feelings. 
and take time to be alone so you can get to know yourself and what your needs are. Because if you don't know what you need and you encounter someone and they tell you what you need, then that's all you're, you're like a little puppet and you'll go from person to person relying on them for how you feel about yourself. So. I'm going to go. Uh, sometimes when we feel um, like lonely or just not in the right sort of the frame of mind, um, I feel that we are vulnerable. And with that vulnerability, people can come in and say the right words to us at the wrong time. But that doesn't make it the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. That's mine today. Um, I would say um, invest in yourself. Uh, invest in your feelings. Uh, express how you feel. Um, and let let people know that, you know, you are a person. You do have feelings. And take time for yourself. Yeah. I'm going to end with question everything about yourself. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel that way? And why do you do the things you do? And once you start figuring out those whys, you will understand other people better. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. I love you yeah. all. And stay love you naked. All. Love you. Love you all. Right now. There are so many different perspectives in this world, and we are taught from a very young age to either conform or resist and spend the rest of our lives after we leave home trying to find a happy medium. Thank you for listening to the NOMT podcast, and please write us with any stories or questions you may have at NOMT podcast at gmail.com. No caps and no special characters.